Hey gals and guys, it's your host Phil Larson and this is your motivational high five on contemplation. Let's do this. I come to you today with a recording from Rob Bell's podcast called The Robcast, where he is talking with Father Richard Rohr. Thanks to The Robcast for granting me permission to use this recording on this episode. These two guys are awesome. They are forward thinkers, um, not only in um, the Christian church, but also in how the church and the rest of the world can engage and become better because each other exists, which makes sense to me. And they are forward thinkers in kind of hacking our brain and also in, you know, how to surround yourself with healthy positivity and, and personal growth in those kind of areas. So just perfect for this podcast. So take a listen to this conversation. Listen, you're going to love this. I, uh, I had a, in my uh, living school class in January a neuroscientist who's also a therapist. You can quote this, and I'm sure you will. He said, we can now prove in neuroscience that anything negative, fearful, or hateful, the mind attaches to like Velcro. Got it. Really? And you can feed it for days and weeks and months. But here's the opposite. Anything positive, happy, joyous, loving, grateful, those are like Teflon. And he said, and I, he, I can show you the neuroscience for this. He said, if you have a grateful, positive, isn't that beautiful moment? You have to savor it for a minimum of 15 seconds or it does not imprint on the brain. And negativity prints instantly. Instantly, yes. Yeah, isn't that fascinating? Kristen's talked about that before. That's Velcro. Positivity is Teflon. And that's why you can walk through the circus or the carnival. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? But you actually leave unchanged because you've got to sit and savor. Isn't that little child's face delighting in that clown isn't that beautiful you know and if you don't savor joy it does not stay and there's a neurological component to that's what he claimed he sent me the papers on it i i haven't read them yet they're too complex so a, a daily practice things you listen to music beautiful art these things you you put in your life because you intuitively know you need them you have to consciously, deliberately, intentionally love them. That's contemplation, by the way. That's contemplation. Yes. To, to sit there with it and to take it in. And then it imprints a minimum of 15 seconds. Isn't that amazing? Use that all you want. It's, it's helping me teach contemplation because people just nod in recognition. Yes. Why do I hold on to a resentment for five years? Oh. And looking in my little baby's eyes, which gives me such delight, I don't let that change me, but I let people who've hurt me change me. Yeah. Oh. It's a shame. I have to ask God about that, too. You got 100 emails that day, and 99 were great. One of them was annoying, and that's the one you're laying in bed yes. that night, yes. thinking about the one. Instead of laying in bed going, oh, my word, that email was awesome, and that email was awesome. <laughs> it's the one that your brain yeah. is like. I'm sorry to hear that you're that way, too. 
You know, we talk about a lot of this kind of thinking and uh, and how the, what we surround ourselves with, the voices and the narratives that we tell ourselves can really have an impact on the way that we think and our brain development. And what uh, Father Richard Rort says is the reason why um, changing the way we think is so hard. This thing that we've called neuroplasticity and have come, come to get to know very well. If you're new to the podcast, uh, just an aside here, go back and listen to episode 15, both parts. We talk a little bit more about this from a scientist perspective. Um, And episode one is uh, my take on it, which is the whole reason for starting this podcast. But negativity sticks instantly, like Velcro. Whereas in order for positivity to stick, we have to savor it for at least 15 seconds. And it gives me a little bit of hope because the reason why we've believed negative narratives in our lives so much is because they're easy to believe. And we can come to the realization that they just stick easier and we can forgive ourselves and it's okay. Our brains are, for whatever reason, they're designed and wired for them to stick instantly. But because of this, I mean, it's easy to get discouraged, but actually I'm encouraged and here's why. Positivity is the hard way. People who are generally positive, they want it and they put in the work because it takes work. It takes intentionality and guys, it is so worth it. And when we take the time to care for ourselves and to love ourselves well by grabbing on to the positivity and sitting with it and letting it change the way we think, taking the time that it deserves to set in. Guys, we are putting in hard work that sticks in the long haul. And I've come to realize that anything worth doing at all is often hard work. It's hard work because it takes new ways of thinking, innovative ways of thinking. Literally rewiring your brain and creating new connections is doing the work of an innovator. I am just so encouraged that we have the ability to do that. And as Richard Rohr said, you have to consciously, deliberately, and intentionally love these positive thoughts. Let them sink in. And we do that through contemplation because positive thoughts, they take contemplation. You have to sit with it for at least 15 seconds. You know how they say in regards to your physical health, you are what you eat. In regards to our mental health, we are what we think. And to become a positive and and hopeful person, you have to put in harder work than the negative people. You have to sit with the hope. And at the end of every episode, you know this, we do. We sit with the hope of becoming more positive, more uplifting people who are telling positive things, who are believing new narratives. And we do that at the end by participating in this neuroplasticity, in this innovative way of taking an active role in our health and self-growth. And we do that by finding reflection of ourselves. And today, when you do that, will you say this to yourself? Look into your eyes and say this. Today, I welcome the long and hard work of positive contemplation. Tony Robbins has this quote, what's wrong is always available, but so is what's right. What are you doing to keep what's right in front of you to help make it easier to contemplate the good? I got a Facebook message on our podcast Facebook page from a lady who's putting all these positive affirmations on post-its on her mirror. And every day she is reminded that she has the opportunity to contemplate positivity. She's putting in the hard work of rewiring her brain. Are you? It starts with you. (laughs) 